All right, everybody. Thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans sponsored by Lion Bolt Media. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, what really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest and featured today, the man, the myth, the legend, Sean Katona from beautiful Huntington Beach, California. Sean, it's an honor and a pleasure to have you on, my friend. It's uh, I can't thank you enough for taking the time. I know you're super busy. Greg, great to be with you and your guests. So uh, thanks for having me. Uh, this, this is incredible. And, and this is a very special treat for the Titan Nation and the audience right now because you are a wealth of knowledge and such an incredible producer when it comes to real estate investing. And if it comes down to residential, commercial, anything that almost anybody can think of, you've been there, done that, bought the t-shirt, you're a true practitioner, well over a decade. I mean, I gave a, a huge shout out and a list of accolades on the pre-announcement video. So everybody, if you missed it, tune into that because the list goes on and on with Sean's expertise. But Sean, I really want to dive in and let everybody out there know a little bit more about you as a man and as a professional. So talking about the first question is really getting to know who you are. So who are who is Sean? Where are you from? What got you into the business and where you are today in your career? Love to hear it. Okay, cool. So uh, I think first and foremost, uh, husband to my wonderful wife, Brittany, and father to Beckham, who's now four, and Ellie is about two and a half. So that's probably my my most important job. And then uh, we're also a real estate enthusiast. Uh, we love investing in real estate. Uh, I'm originally from Seattle, so kind of got my start in the business up there. Uh, and as you mentioned, now I live in Huntington Beach, California. So over the years, we've done you know deals in the Pacific Northwest, deals down here in Southern California. Most recently, I'm very focused in Arizona, but I think we own properties now or have invested, you know, with friends in maybe seven different states and uh, let's see, single family, multifamily, larger apartment buildings, some storage units, mobile home parks. And then I do predominantly retail when I'm sponsoring a deal myself. So uh, like you said, a little, little sampling of all sorts of different things over the, uh, the last decade of fumbling my way through it, learning a lot of lessons the hard way, get, got some scrapes and scars and bruises to prove it. But you know, overall, real estate's been pretty good to us. So we love it. Oh, gosh, John. And, and I, I love the fact that you're really touching on so many different notes and, and your expertise and knowledge. I, I want to take you back to, to uh, Seattle. I was actually uh, born and raised and I grew up in, in Issaquah and Lake Stevens, Washington. So I'm very familiar with the Northwest. And uh, so it's a special place in my heart. I'm here in Colorado. But uh, what, what brought you from, you know, Washington State? To, to California, what was the, the life transition and, you know, where did real estate investing really start for you, I guess? Um, yeah, kind of almost hand in hand. So ironically, um, I, I got a job with Microsoft right out of college. I went to University of Washington uh, and on my third day on the job, I got fired or let go, <laughs> not an HR violation, but there, there's, okay. there's a story there. Um, oh, and I, I couldn't find anything locally that I really, really like. So I ended up taking a job down in Santa Monica, California with the Xbox team, uh, where wow. I worked in the advertising industry for, for over five years. And we would do in-game and around-game ad integrations with Fortune 500 marketers. So it was a really cool corporate job. 
And as I was, you know, saving up a little bit over the years, I invested, you know, my first decent sized bonus check into uh, what I thought would be a rental property up in SeaTac, Washington. So huh. bought that in, I think it was 2009 or 10. Uh, and it, it, it was an accidental flip because it wasn't a cash flowing rental. It didn't go as, as planned. Uh, wow. So a lot of things I didn't know. And then a lot of things I didn't know, I didn't know. Uh, mm -hmm. back at that point. But we came out of that with a nice little chunk of profit. And I'm like, huh, if I did a couple of these a year, like this could be something. And you know, that wow. stemmed from, you know, maybe reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad at 17 years old and kind of having an excitement and enthusiasm for real estate and all the stuff wow. that, you know, Kiyosaki would talk about. It's like, hey, we've got cash flow, we've got appreciation, we've got tax advantages like depreciation. We've got, you know, all, all these wonderful profit centers that are compounded and uh, it just made a lot of sense to me. It was kind of like the get rich certain program. If, if you could, you know, buy and hold enough real estate that was, you know, hopefully in the path of progress and get it a little bit below value and learn how to force appreciation. And like those same principles, you know, very much apply to my commercial real estate stuff today, just wow. probably with an extra comma and, and more zeros behind it. <laughs> which which is a great thing and and you know what an incredible thought process that you had at at, at a young age and I mean even picking up that book at seventeen and, and really surrounding yourself with that that mindset and, and and really consuming that but you took it to to practice so from that point making the transition to you know doing larger deals and and commercial deals and and really going take take us through that process and then I would love to talk about um simplified simplified properties and and kind of how that was was formed I guess yeah certainly so I mean that that was a, a journey of many years but in mm -hmm. 2012 after kind of fumbling my way through that deal I'd blown through all my capital so I didn't have any money left for a down payment uh, to do another deal. I was like, well, what now? You know, you're kind of stuck. And mm -hmm. so I went and sought out, uh, you know, some coaches and some mentors uh, that really showed me what was possible in this business. Uh, and so you know, I learned about things like raising private capital and hard money lenders and the wholesaling side of the business uh, and just all sorts of different ways that you could make money investing in real estate, make extra money, you know, build chunks of cash do seller financing, get in light to deals, you know, combine hard money loans with a private money loan to come up with most, if not all the capital that you need to buy, you know, a fix and flip, or maybe a fixer upper that you could then convert into a rental, like the, uh, the Burr strategy you hear a lot of people talk about. Yeah. So that, that kind of turned the lights on. And in 2000, I think it's 12 or 13, I said, you know what, I've got a couple rentals now. I've got some experience. I, you know, at that point had about a hundred grand saved up. And wow. I thought I'm going to make a run at this. And I, I walked away from corporate America at that point, which was crazy because wow. I had a good salary and good benefits and a nice expense account and like a, a good thing going, but yeah. it kind of felt like an opportunity cost where, mm -hmm. you know, if I poured everything that I had into you know, building my portfolio that I should eventually be able to make more money. And it was, it was kind of a roller coaster, you know, you make money and then you lose some and then you make some and you lose some and you learn some lessons and you realize all the things you don't know, you don't know about not just real estate, but, you know, owning a business and starting a company and, you know, hiring great people or not so great people and yeah. all of the learning that comes along with that. Hmm. So 
that that's kind of the process. And let's see if I if I were to fast forward to you know commercial, I reached a point. It was about 2015 where I decided, okay. hey, am I going to keep scaling up to do more and more residential and build like a fix and flip machine, or you know really what I was looking for in the beginning was more passive income. Okay. And as I understood the numbers a little bit more clearly, uh, commercial made more sense to me or made more dollars if I want to be yeah. cute about it. Because uh, <laughs> you know, I could do one or two deals a year and that would be the equivalent of buying you know, a dozen rental houses wow. you know, with, with one loan and one roof and one set of plumbing and, and all of that fun stuff. And so a little less brain damage, maybe better tax advantages and... You know, deals that made a little bit more money from a buy and hold standpoint without quite as much like, you know, over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and as you mentioned that though, Sean, it, what really sticks out in so many different ways is, you know, you identified what your highest and best use of your time is and how to really focus on the things that we're going to, you know, the amount of effort that you're putting into that, you're going to have a certain level of return. And I love that example, a couple you know, versus a dozen. And, and I think that makes sense uh, on paper, right? But there's so many real estate professionals that are tuning in right now, live with us or after the fact that they're listening and they're, they're either getting involved in investing on their own or they're thinking about, you know, what, what are the best ways to go about it? Um, and I think that, that that really lends to so much incredible information that you have out there. And, and you know, I do want to mention, uh, your show, uh, Dealmakers. And, and I would love to talk about that, but anybody who's tuning in here, I would highly recommend if you're interested in learning about growing your portfolio or investing or learning from one of the truly the best and brightest, you got to follow Sean on social media. We'll have links in the comments down below and same thing with everything that we're talking about um, and simplified properties as well. But Sean, could you talk a little bit about Dealmakers and and you know why that show was formulated and, and kind of what it's all about. I think that's a great uh, topic. Yeah, Greg, thanks for the uh, the plug and the opportunity. Uh, so that came probably largely like like you're doing here is is a way for me to connect with mm -hmm. other really really successful commercial real estate professionals. And so Love it. You know, because I do predominantly retail real estate now and predominantly in Arizona, that's kind of the groove or the niche that I focused on, at least initially. And so I've gone out and interviewed, you know, brokers who've been in the business for 20 plus year and done, you know, billions of dollars in transactions because I'm, you know, tapping into their 20 years of experience. And I'm hearing themes and patterns over and over for some, from some of these very, very successful folks who've, you know, in some cases sold the same building three times over the last 10 wow. or 20 years. And so they've, they've seen some things and I just think that's a great way for me to gain more knowledge. That's a great way for me to be plugged in to what's happening in that asset class in that market. Uh, and that's a great way for my uh, friends and family to learn alongside me uh, if they want to tune in and listen or ask questions live, uh, you know, from someone who's got a tremendous amount of experience, what, what, you know, what better way to do that? And so uh, you know, I think, you know, my investors who invest alongside us in deals get a great chance to learn from boots on the ground. Other brokers, you know, active in, you know, that asset class and that market turn in and listen and learn from their peers. Uh, and then, you know, maybe the more casual investor, someone who is predominantly in residential, but is curious to learn about commercial or 
you know, has maybe had experience with apartments, but wants to dabble in retail or triple net lease deals. What a great way to learn from guys who are legitimately teaching classes at university who can tune in and, you know, give us 30 minutes of their precious time. Wow. Huge stuff. And, and again, I can't stress anybody, anybody enough. If you guys are interested, anybody's tuning into this huge information and that's streamed once a week, right, Sean? And that's uh, on Facebook, on YouTube and on LinkedIn. Is that correct? Yep. That's right. Okay. And then who knows into the future, but if anything changes or if it expands, Titan Nation, just so you know, I will have you guys updated so you can learn as much as possible, Sean. And, and speaking on that, that vein, Sean, because you've been in the business for well over a decade. I mean, incredible amounts of transactions and, and what you've actually done through deals, purchase deals. I mean, millions and millions and millions of dollars. So you've learned a lot. And as you said, you just along the way. And I would love if you could look back at your career thus far and just all of the, the knowledge that you've been able to soak up and, and then your peers and obviously with your show and in addition, if you could look back and think about your career, uh, maybe one or two things that you added or implemented that you really saw scale, you saw growth and just a, a big change, advice that you'd give anybody watching or listening. You know, if it was, you know, like two of the biggest things that I think could apply to probably the most people who might tune in or listen to this uh, sure. would be, you know, have a mentor or a coach or a template or a system to follow uh, as opposed to going out there and try and invent this on your own or figure it out on your own. I mean, obviously you can read a book for 12 bucks. Um, but the ability to, to reference, you know, what someone's already done and stand on their shoulders and say, hey, you know, they fumbled their way through this for 10 years. They've now refined it to, you know, a process that's produced these kind of results. Like, I, I don't want to go out and figure out stuff on my own now. So almost yeah. everything I do, I'm tapping into somebody's expertise, somebody's system. You know, uh, I, I just reread the book, Who Not How by Dan Sullivan. It's like, who can wow. help me solve this problem? Like, I don't need to figure it out anymore, but I can pay someone who's exceptional to solve that for me. Uh, and I apply that to so many parts of my business, whether it's, you know, my attorney or my architects or my contractors or my property managers or my CPA, my accountant. It's like, there's someone who's an absolute superstar at every element that they do. And I can, you know, kind of continue to, to build out that, that in some cases, like, separated or that's not the right word separated but like you know team that's that's just joined it they're not all on payroll but they each are doing what they do exceptionally well that that makes it all come together so that would be one big thing and then the other Love thing it. that I'm a huge fan of is um mastermind mastermind groups and just being surrounded by peers who are doing the same thing that I'm doing or even at a higher level I try and be the dumbest brokest guy in the room uh, which is a hard, hard thing to accomplish. <laughs> but uh, between those two things, I think it's given me not just experience, but so much confidence to move forward and maybe do deals that I wouldn't have had the uh, the audacity to try in the beginning. You know, the the thought of you know buying a seven figure property that's half vacant you know, wow. five years ago, just never even would have crossed my mind. It, it just yeah. seemed outside of the realm of reason. And now, you know, I look among my, my friend, my closest friends, and it's like, well, this is what we do week in and week out. And, sure. you know, it, it, it would, it would not be a good use of our time if we didn't, you know, apply ourselves to those bigger deals. 
And I'm sure wow. if I fast forward a few years, I'll be like, oh, can't believe I was, you know, fussing around with three or four million dollar deals as opposed to doing, you know, $15 million deals. And then, I don't know, there's a sweet yeah. spot there where you're not competing with institutional capital versus okay. mom and pops, but we'll, we'll see to be determined. Oh, I, but, but Sean, that makes tons of sense. And everybody's in an evolutionary portion or a different chapter of their life, right? So if you go back five years ago, you're a different version of the Sean that you are today, right? And, and very similar to 15 years from now, right? Or 20. And, and I think that that's important to address that, you know, as long as you're just making those conscious steps forward and you're really taking it to another level, not just on a, on a personal basis, right? Because relationships are important, you know, spirituality, your health and, and, and balance and or harmony with, with your career path. As you mentioned, right off the bat family, I can tell that that's a big importance to you and so many people that are tuning in, myself included. And, and I think that there's, that's always that tough line is putting in the time and making things happen, but really also, you know, hitting personal goals and, and living your life and not looking back and thinking, gosh, if I'm on my deathbed, am I going to think, did I want to do another deal or did I want to, you know, spend that one more hour with my son or my daughter or mm -hmm. my wife and, or my brother, you know, and, and I think that that's always a tricky thing to go through and high producers and high driven individuals such as yourself. Uh, and, and a lot of people that tune into Titans, that's always a tough thing to cut off. And, and I, I know this is, this is kind of a, a trippy, tricky thing here, but do you have any opinions on that at all, Sean? I, I mean, your life and 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 work balance and or, or harmony. I, I, Jeff Bezos hates balance, uh, the, that word. I mean, he goes harmony. But um, do you have any thoughts or opinions on that at all? I mean, just through your journey thus far. Um, I think you know, as I as I think about what's most important to me today. Yeah, it's it's my family and it's it's our our health. Uh, and our and our happiness and yeah. um, you know I, I I think a lot about our our freedom and mm. you know our ability to do you know what we want to do and and when we want to do it and with whom we want to do it with and you know be involved in the groups or the organizations and you know for every everyone that's something different right and so it's like uh -huh. that that can be thought about a little bit more broadly but. I think that's one of the reasons real estate is excited me as much as it did is because it could be built in a way or your portfolio could where, you know, you, you could have pretty predictable cash flow that's relatively almost completely passive um, <laughs> right. that gets thrown around a lot. Uh, but, sure. you know, I, it'll, it'll reach the point where you go, okay, like, is this enough? You know, can my family survive off of 10 grand a month in cash flow, or is it 25,000 a month in cash flow? Is it 50,000 a month in cash flow? And, you know, you can just extrapolate that and you go out and you're like, well, at some point, like, you know, you can have whatever you want and you can kind of do whatever you want. And it's just it's like different tiers of quality, or you can give more to the things that are, you know, important to you. And so, yeah, then, then you know, that's, I think when I start to think more about our, our lifestyle and, and, you know, what do we want to be doing and are we enjoying it week in and week out? And are we feel, fulfilled and passionate about what we're working on. And, you know, real estate is, you know, one small little component of that. And I think is, is probably largely a means for us all as people to be able to do the stuff that's even more exciting and important to us. Wow. I love it. And again, it's, just, it's showing your, your character and integrity, but your heart and, and your, uh, your order of priority, Sean. And, and again, I think that there's a common thread between so many 
uh, of the past Titans, yourself included, where there there's just, there's gotta be that thought process of when is enough enough. And, and it's not just about me. It's about the communities. It's about the people that we touch lives and, you know, everything that's associated with it. And when you're investing in a community or an area, you're improving that you're, you're, you're growing, you're, you're, you're building the economy, you're changing people's lives. And um, so uh, again, the profitability that that's very important. Don't get me wrong, but there's so much more to it. And um, you know, I just love hearing it directly from, you know, true pro because other people say, Oh, it sounds nice. It sounds nice. But when you hear it over and over and over again, there's, there's so much truth to it. It's not just a nice thing to say. And um, it's just really good to hear from, from someone like you, Sean. So uh, at the end of the day, is there any other thoughts or, I mean, Sean, you've just dropped so much great information and thought process and, and, and real ability for people to, to, to look at this in, in a very specific way. I mean, we haven't even scratched the surface of your knowledge when it comes down to real estate investing and, and going into it. But is there anything else that sticks out to you? Anything else you want to share or say before we wrap this episode up? I, I think, you know, if I were to, you know, look back and, and maybe coach my younger self, uh, I, I think I would have gotten started sooner. You know, you look mm. at the power of time and, you know, what happens when a loan pays down over a decade and rents go up over a decade. And you look at you know, the insane amount of money that's being printed right now and what's going to happen to the value of the dollar, you know, owning fixed assets like income producing real estate, whether that's a single family rental or a triplex or, you know, a 100 unit apartment building uh, can do tremendous things for building wealth and generational wealth, right? You, you buy, yeah. you know, one commercial property and that could be something that you pass down to the kids that, you know, affords them the ability to go to college if they want to do that or whatever it is that's, that's important to you. So I think a lot of us and my, myself included, right? You know, we have analysis paralysis and we sit there and, you know, say we should have done something for years. And, oh, I wish I would have, you know, invested in that property. And, you know, look at us all looking back to like what happened to properties just a few years ago that has just gone crazy in value. And so we're at a unique time in history right now where, you know, debt is incredibly cheap uh-huh. and probably <laughs> rents are going to keep climbing. Uh, mm-hmm. And I have confidence that we're probably going to keep printing more money. And so, you know, the the best time to buy is, is, is you know, 20 years ago. But, uh, you know, yesterday is, is probably a good time and today. And so if you're, you know, continuing to, to wait and wait and wait, I think you know, I would I would think about, you know, buying in a, in a place that's a, a path of progress. Uh, I try and buy something that's a little bit contrarian. It's like, well, everyone right now is flocking to multifamily and industrial and it's trading at like the highest or tightest cap rates we've ever seen. Uh, And so, you know, going to retail uh, is a little bit of a contrarian move and I can get better returns and better cash on cash returns there. Uh, Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, something that I think about. And I, I, what's been constant throughout my investing career is investing in value-add real estate where Mm. there's something broken that we can go in and fix. We can force substantial appreciation. So if we're buying, you know, the roughest house in a relatively good area and we're adding value to it and we're buying and holding it for a period of time, like those things all together can, you know, cover up for some mistakes or Mm. make you a tremendous amount of money if you learn how to execute on that over and over and over again. So I guess, you know, whether you're 
an agent or an investor or an inspiring investor or you know someone who's looking to 10x their portfolio i think you know, hopefully those things resonate or or add value for everyone out there sean huge stuff i, I mean truly and it's just I love the fact that you're thinking, you know, contrarian, as you had mentioned. And, and when the masses are going one way, you're kind of thinking, what else could I be doing? And, um, you know, that, that brings up so many, I mean, there's so many different uh, abilities or, or levels of investing. And I've had so many conversations over the years, um, you know, with different strategies and thought processes. I mean, right now we're shooting this live and this is October 5th, 2021. So if anybody's catching this a year from now or two years from now, just know that this is when we're talking, but Sean, I did have a kind of just an impromptu thought or question. And if you don't have any opinion one way or the other, that's totally fine. This is just kind of a, a different thought process into that, but have you ever, or do you have an opinion on, um, you know, when it comes down to, uh, investment for like parking structures and or um, storage facilities or storage units. I mean, is that something that's interesting, not interesting? Any thoughts on that at all? I know that's kind so of specific there, but we invested in a storage unit with a good friend who I would mm -hmm. say is an expert in that category um, okay. and in that market. And so I think you know, maybe, maybe, as I was to think about something like that, I would ask myself, you know, who, rather than me yep. trying to learn this business, who do I want to invest with that mm -hmm. knows this inside and out, that knows that market inside and out, that can go find outsized returns or go mm -hmm. get insider deals or something where I just have an unfair advantage mm -hmm. is how I would wow. think about that. You know, I'm, I'm not at a point where I'm, you know, specifically excited about either of those asset classes where I want to sure. go spearhead those deals. Mm -hmm. uh, but what I would say is I would look for for any asset class, any market, somewhere where you have tremendous demand that isn't being served. And so you don't mm -hmm. have to go out and create the demand for that. I'll give you an example. I when yeah. I buy a shopping center, I like to see that there is low vacancy in that trade area or that submarket. So mm -hmm. when I have a vacancy become available or I buy a half vacant building, I know that there's not going to be a whole lot of choices around and I know what the rents are and I know how quickly that vacant space is going to be absorbed. So I'm mm -hmm. buying something that I know I can force value and appreciation to in a relatively short period of time. You know, we'll wow. market it aggressively. We'll engage the leasing professionals who specialize in that market and that asset class, give them the right incentives, you know, do a good job of making the property look great and be the best value in that neighborhood. So it's almost a no brainer for someone to come in and want to lease spaces like that for us. And that could apply to storage, apartments, you like you name it. I think wow. that principle uh, carries over. Hmm. I, I love that. And, and you'd mentioned it earlier, right? It's not the how, it's the who. And, uh, you know, the guilty by association sort of standpoint is surrounding yourself with people who really know that niche and that craft very, very deeply. And, and uh, I guess reach out, rub elbows, and, and it never hurts to ask, right? There's so many people that are afraid even to approach someone like you, Sean, and just say, hey, you know, Sean's too busy. I can't talk to him. You know, he's got a million things going on. Um, I don't want to throw you under the bus. But, you know, our past Titans are always just open to share. I mean, within reason, I mean, don't blow up Sean's DMs, please. But, um, you know, it's always good to just reach out to people who know exactly where their markets are and what they're doing and they live, eat, sleep and breathe it. Um, it but Sean, you've shared so much. And again, I can't thank you enough for your time, but I do want to leave with everybody 
what's the best way for anybody who's watching or listening to get a hold of you or find more information about what you do and who you are? What, what, what's the best way? Yeah. Uh, so I would head out to the website, simplifiedproperties.com because I've got Perfect. everything linked there on social media. So you know, whether you're a, a LinkedIn fan or a YouTube fan or an Instagram fan or Facebook, uh, you know, what I, what I do is, you know, share what I'm working on uh, week in and week out, kind of behind the scenes. Uh, you know, it's, it's the good, the bad, and the ugly. So I've got, Love you it. know, five or six deals in progress right now. And you can see everything from, you know, a commercial property in escrow that we're about to close all the way to one that's 100% filled up and listed for sale uh, and kind of the, the process in between of buying and fixing and forcing appreciation into those properties and the lease up that's happening. So I think that's, mm -hmm. that's I guess, what I'm offering to folks is if you want to take a look and see that, you can. If you're curious, Perfect. you know, what we're buying and what we're doing to it and how we're adding value. Um, you know, I, I today, you know, invest just predominantly with friends and family, but that's a good place to, to kind of check out and get to know that side of the business. And, you know, if someone's a broker out there who's got a great deal, uh, my buying criteria is all up on the website. And then just stuff for, you know, my friends and family that I wanted them to know about, you know, whether it's, it's you know, tax strategies that we're implementing or, you know, some of my investing philosophies or things that have, you know, yielded us the best results. Uh, I started to kind of catalog and document that more on, on YouTube and, and the other channels. So should be a little something out there for everyone to get a gem or a nugget, nugget out of. Oh gosh, Sean, you dropped a ton of gems, a ton of nuggets. Uh, I know there's so much more out there uh, for anybody who's interested to consume. And again, we'll have links in the comments down below, but Sean, I can't thank you enough. Once again, you're a true pro and I have to give you the official dubbing of the real estate Titan. You have that. No one can take it away. It's a badge of honor, my friend. There's uh, no trophies, no plaques, but at the end of the day, it's in your heart, as I always say. So uh, thank you so much, Sean. I can't thank you enough. Great job, Greg, and thank you for doing this uh, for everyone, you know, sharing a lot of value. And I know it's time consuming uh, and it's not free to do this. So uh, I hope everyone appreciates that. And again, thanks for having me on. It was an absolute pleasure. Oh, love it. You're, you're too kind, Sean. You're far too kind. And, and uh, I just I appreciate the the kind words and, and the love and support from, from everywhere. And, and that includes everybody that's out there that's tuning in. I really appreciate your love and support. As always, if you like here at Doing Real Estate Titans, don't forget to like and subscribe. You know what to do. Uh, I do need to give our sponsor a quick shout out, Lionbolt Media. If you are in res residential real estate and you are looking to grow and scale your business through digital marketing and advertising, visit lionboltmedia.com. We're live here every Tuesday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location. We'll catch everybody in the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care. Thanks, Sean.